The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank. News and comment. Wednesday, November 2nd, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news. Made possible when you start your holiday shopping through the Amazon links at buzzburbank.com. The Crusader, the official newspaper of the Ku Klux Klan, has endorsed Donald Trump for president under the headline, Make America Great Again. Trump has denounced the endorsement, his campaign releasing a statement calling the newspaper repulsive and not representative of most of Trump's supporters. Trump himself, meanwhile, through Twitter and a campaign appearance in Wisconsin, is advising voters who regret voting early for Hillary Clinton to change their votes a move that is legal in several states. 28 million people have already voted, half the number who voted on Election Day four years ago. A new ABC News Washington Post poll shows Trump leading Clinton 46% to 45 That's well within the three-point margin of error. The poll also shows Trump's enthusiastic supporters outnumbering Clinton's 53% to 45 The latest email talk has hurt Clinton, Six out of ten of us saying we disapprove of how she's responded to it. The new poll also finds Trump with a higher trust rating than Clinton. Could the election turn on a tech war? A group of Internet experts says it's found evidence of repeated interaction between a server owned by the Trump organization and servers owned by a Russian bank. Trump has said he has no business interest in Russia and no political connections there. But the U.S. government has accused Russia of meddling in this year's election, using hackers to steal information damaging to the campaign of Hillary Clinton. What appears to be steady communication between Trump Tower and Russia's Alpha Bank had been noticed before by the FBI. Our FBI director hasn't talked about that investigation in the public way he's talked about Clinton's emails. The Bureau says the Trump-Russia server connection could be a coincidence. But these IT specialists say pings between the Russian bank and Trump Tower account for nearly 90% of the traffic on that Trump Organization server, a server that only allows pings from pre-approved IP addresses. The experts say, judging from the randomness of the 2,700 pings between Trump's server and the Russians, it was likely email. And these IT folks say that when the Trump server went offline for a while and returned with a new name... The first ping was from that Russian bank, which could have only happened if the bank had been informed of the change. The bank could have only gotten into the Trump server if someone had told it of the change by some other means. Still, no further comment from an otherwise talkative FBI. Meanwhile, most of our states and nearly three dozen counties have asked Homeland Security for help in protecting the vote. For the past few months, the feds have been offering security assistance to protect voter data from hackers, specifically the Russian groups who've targeted Democrats. The hackers have only gotten through to voter databases in six states, but about half the states have had intrusions and 46 out of 50 have actually been hacked. In Illinois, the data on some 90,000 voters was compromised. The battleground state of Florida has been hacked as well. Not all the hacks are politically motivated. Some voter databases have enough information to be helpful to cyber thieves and identity thieves as well. As in other places, early voting is up this year in Florida for whites and Hispanics, but black voters pursued early on by the Clinton campaign are not turning out the way they did when Obama was running four years ago. 
In 2012, African-Americans accounted for 25% of the early vote. This year, it's only 15. It's a bigger early turnout by whites and Hispanics that have driven up the early numbers in Florida. But that's not enough to make up for the lack of enthusiasm among blacks who favor but aren't yet voting for Hillary Clinton. One African-American representative who covers Palm Beach and Broward County says the Clinton campaign hasn't done enough lately in the black community. Quoting that lawmaker, I've been screaming for months about this. Nothing changed, and now look what's happening. Donald Trump is making a full-court press to the White House. With the election days away, as many Americans face higher monthly health insurance bills, Trump's promising to convene a special session of Congress to repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act. Campaigning in Philadelphia's suburbs, Trump told supporters their premiums will go up more than 60%, which is not true for about three-quarters of the people who buy their insurance through a government exchange. But with some people forced into shopping by the disappearance of several big companies from that marketplace, Trump's timing could work to his advantage. Trump's plan, as explained so far, is to let insurance companies compete across state lines. But he also wants to turn Medicare over to the states, letting each state make its own rules. And Trump wants Americans to set aside part of their paychecks for health savings accounts to cover their out-of-pocket medical expenses. Quoting Trump, I'll ask Congress to convene a special session so we can repeal and replace. And, said Trump, it will be such an honor for me, for you, and for everybody. And we will do it very, very quickly, added Trump, calling Obamacare a catastrophe. With the end of this election campaign theoretically less than a week away, can Americans forgive each other and move on? The Pew Research Center asked supporters of each candidate if they'd have a hard time respecting people who voted for the other candidate. Clinton voters were much less forgiving, nearly 6 in 10 of them saying they would have a hard time respecting a Trump supporter. Trump supporters were more forgiving, only 4 in 10 saying they'd have that difficulty with a Clinton supporter. But the numbers are not good on either side, reflecting on the bitterness of this campaign and the effect it's had on us all. Women and the college-educated are the least forgiving, nearly 7 in 10, finding it tough to respect a Trump supporter. It's not so much how warm it is outside for many Americans, it's how cool it isn't. That's the observation of one meteorologist as he looks at a national map broadly painted in red and orange to indicate warmer-than-usual temperatures. Across the south and up through the Midwest, 86 in Atlanta, 89 in Fort Smith, Arkansas, 90 in Dodge City, Kansas, on Halloween. Phoenix hit 100 for the fourth straight day, a stretch it hasn't seen this late in the year ever, using records dating back to 1873, and we're looking at more of the same today. Some places remain up to 25 degrees above normal. But as that weather underground meteorologist pointed out, the bigger story is the lack of cold. There's no snow in Denver in November, the first time that's ever happened three years in a row. It stayed above 36 degrees in Minneapolis. That hasn't happened since 1931. 5,000 high-temperature records were set across the country last month. Still, the experts say this is a good time to prepare for the brutally cold weather ahead. Now in its fourth year, with over 3.5 million downloads, this is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the Realm Network. Well, ready or not, it's time to start your holiday shopping, but you can save time and money and give vital support to this free daily newscast when you do that shopping through my Amazon links at buzzburbank.com. Amazon's Black Friday store is already open with new bargains every day, so check in often. You'll find fresh deals all season long on electronics, 
fitness gear, and everything for outdoor fun. Amazon's annual holiday toy list is up and running, too. There are three Kindle tablet models for under 100 bucks right now. And Amazon's still the best place to buy the amazing Echo and its offspring, Amazon Tap and the Amazon Dot for just $49.99. Art supplies, photo and video equipment, clothing, jewelry, Amazon has almost everything. And it can arrive at your door within two days with free shipping if you also join Amazon Prime through the links on my webpage. When you shop Amazon through the links on buzzburbank.com, you help sustain this free news. I know you have a choice of shows to support with Amazon. I'm extremely grateful when you shop through me. Just click the Amazon logo at buzzburbank.com and bookmark it. Around Des Moines, Iowa, two police officers have been shot to death, each in separate ambushes as they sat in their parked patrol cars. The killings occurred within 20 minutes of each other. Police are eyeing a suspect and the manhunt is underway. The trials begun in Cincinnati for a white former university police officer accused of shooting to death an unarmed black man. Jury selection took several days but wrapped up Monday with the seating of six men and six women. Only two of the jury members are black. At age 26, former officer Ray Tensing was fired by the University of Cincinnati after the shooting, which occurred after he stopped the victim's vehicle for not having a front license plate. The driver also admitted he didn't have a driver's license on him. What happened after that will be sorted out in court. Video shows the officer's gun fired when he reached into the car to turn off the ignition. The officer claimed DuBose had started to drive away, but the video does not support his claim. The officer faces voluntary manslaughter charges because the prosecution claims the officer admitted killing DuBose intentionally. A bad cop's been fired in Milwaukee. 24-year-old Dominique Hagen-Brown has been fired, not for shooting to death a man in a case that set off two nights of protest in Milwaukee, but for allegedly sexually assaulting another man. Hagen-Brown reportedly raped a drunken bar patron one day after killing 23-year-old Slyvel Smith. Other bar patrons say that before the sex assault, an off-duty Hagen-Brown had bragged about doing whatever he wanted without repercussions as video of the protest played on the bar TV. He's now in jail on a $100,000 bond. He'll be in court on Friday. The Chicago Cubs and the Cleveland Indians face off tonight in Cleveland for the seventh and final game of this year's World Series. The Indians haven't won the series since 1948. The Cubs haven't won it since 1908. Between them, the two longest losing streaks in Major League Baseball. A fight over cheerleader uniforms has landed at the U.S. Supreme Court, and the case could alter the rules for the entire fashion industry. Two companies that make cheerleading uniforms are battling over what about their outfits can be copyrighted and what cannot. The smaller of the two companies says designs are used to give the garments shape and hold them together. The bigger company says no, zigzags and chevrons are decorative only and what gives the uniform its specific style. If the Supreme Court rules in favor of the big company, it could put the knockoff brands out of business. If the court rules for the smaller company, it could be open game on fashion copyrights on all kinds of clothing, not just cheerleading uniforms. Nearly a year ago, a close aide to Russia's Vladimir Putin was found dead in his Washington, D.C. hotel room from blunt force injuries to his head, neck, torso, arms, and legs. Normally, fodder for a suspense movie or TV show, the violent, mysterious death of a Russian official was investigated by the U.S. Attorney's Office. Now, nearly a year later, the office has released the results of its investigation, concluding the death of Mikhail Leeson was 
accidental. Federal investigators say Leeson died in his room after falling elsewhere as the result of, quote, days of excessive alcohol consumption. Perhaps still the most hated man in America is backing Donald Trump for president. Snarky billionaire Martin Shkreli says he'll share with the public the rare music he's collected if Trump is elected. Shkreli's money got him a collection of unheard recordings by the Beatles, Nirvana, and Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang fans are furious Shkreli has but won't release that lost album. He's even threatened to destroy the album so no one ever hears it. And now he says he'll destroy it for sure if Clinton wins. Shkreli became America's most hated man when he acquired a drug company and raised the price of a pill for cancer and AIDS patients from 13 bucks a pill to $750. He's currently facing federal charges of securities fraud. His trial begins next summer. And finally, your 2016 Halloween Roundup. In Fullerton, California, Mark Borglet dressed as Pokemon Go in a highly detailed costume that replicated a smartphone and with multiple moving game pieces. It even dispenses Pokeballs that, when thrown at his chest, appear to catch Pikachu. In the college town of Manhattan, Kansas, a student parked for just 15 minutes in front of a K-State dorm, and when he returned, his big Kit Kat candy bar was gone. Instead, there was a note scrawled on a napkin that read, Saw Kit Kat in your cup holder. I love Kit Kats. I checked your door and it was unlocked. Did not take anything other than the Kit Kat. I am sorry and hungry. When other Twitter users read about this, they offered the student a replacement Kit Kat. And snacks on a plane. While other kids were out trick-or-treating, a three-year-old girl rode with her dad on a flight from Boston to San Francisco. So a man whose name we do not know passed out candy to everyone on the plane so his daughter could go up and down the aisles trick-or-treating. One of the other passengers treated this mystery man as dad of the year. And from the home office in Florida, a Titusville family had placed a very impressive Bride of Frankenstein mannequin outside their door, where the doorbell camera recorded a thief trying to make off with the statue. But the camera is not the only technology the thief wasn't expecting. He also didn't expect that when he touched accidentally the Bride of Dracula's bouquet of fake flowers, she lights up and starts talking and making spooky noises. And when that happened, the video shows the thief dropped the mannequin and ran hard into the night, scared, if not scared straight. I'm Buzz Burbank. Thanks for listening. And thank you for supporting the shows and sponsors at BuzzBurbank.com. I'll be back tomorrow with another Buzz Burbank news and comment. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.